Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Living for a Living podcast with your boy Joey Bradley. This week we finally got a guest on after I don't know how many episodes of Solo. Finally got tired of talking to myself. And so our guest today is a good buddy of mine. We played college football together. He's now working and training at a gym and also coaching high school back in his home state of New Jersey. And I think he likes to keep it real just like myself, so I'm interested to see where this conversation goes. So, our guest today, my buddy, Nick Music. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, bro, you're the, you're the first Zoom guest. Uh, I'll admit you're kind of the you're yeah. the, you're the guinea pig also right now. That's I can't true. wait until we get done, and I'm gonna have to like throw it in the editing software. Like I've never done it, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. we're gonna have some we're gonna out, have bro. some fun fun little guests coming up in the next week or so. Next couple weeks, I've been bro, eating at Birdie. I haven't hit up Birdie. I I thought about uh I thought about hitting him up for this, and then like. And we have a we have a special guest joining us on this, you know, like at twenty yeah. mark and bringing him in. But yeah, talk to Bertie forever, bro. Yeah, he's uh, you heard he's got a little guy now coming, right? Really, Bert Junior. Oh my God! <laughs> they just did a gender reveal uh, like last week or so. Really? Yeah, yeah, little boy. Oh, Bertie. Stretch yeah, game killer junior. Exactly. Who thought that kid would have been married first and what a kid, right? Dude. First. That's He's insane. first to both. Right. He's first right. to both. Like out of our friend, like close friend. Yeah. Man. I would have thought he'd still be hanging out in the dorms at this age. You would have thought, right? Chasing some tail in the dorms. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I'm I'm hanging out with uh college girls more than Birdie is now at this age, you know what I'm there saying? You go. Let the let the dream live, bro. Keep hey, riding. man, what what's the dazed and confused line, man? They get I get older, they can stay the same age. That's it. That's it, right? Flag for pedophilia, right here. Yeah. Where are you exactly? I'm in this little city, about hour hour and a half outside of Prague, called Yihlava. Okay. And it's uh, boy, it's been an interesting interesting lockdown so far it, it was yes. dope to start summer when i got here no masks no lockdown no no nothing it was normal life and yeah. then starting about a month or two ago masks on public transportation and then now we, we've been in like semi-lockdown for like six weeks where only grocery stores are open Jeez. Yeah, it's it's making its way, you know, our way over here on the east. Um, rumblings about how in the next like two weeks, one to two weeks, they're they're gonna start shutting it down, restaurants, bars, gyms. So, so you, but your your gym's still open right now. Yeah, we're still we're still rocking. We're at a twenty five percent capacity. Um, so throughout the day, people got to sign up for time slots. Oh, really? Yeah, so we do 90-minute time slots for the majority of the day. And then that little um, gap from, like, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. is when we get our most foot traffic in there, like most people coming in. So we want to accommodate as many people as we can, so we actually reduce it down to 60 minutes. So it's 
four to five, five to six, six to seven, ah. seven. And then um, we close at 11. So once eight kicks back in, eight to 930, 930 to 11. Okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, we do, we've been steady. It's steady for the most part throughout the day. Um, you can tell, though, these this last week or so, you know, people are throwing news on and they're getting a little worried and we're getting more like cancellations or can you freeze my account and shit like that. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. You can, you can see it's, it's starting to thin up a little bit in the gym, um, which sucks honestly, because I think it's just the whole narrative that they, they spew out to us and, you know, people are taking it, running with it and fucking us really. So no. And, and the, the, the whole thing, I mean, you know, my, I'm, I've been pretty vocal since day one on my thoughts about this. You stuff ain't shy. You ain't shy now. I'm no. not shy. <laughs> I've, I've lost some friends and family followers along the way, you know, which Never. is what it is. But like the, the, it just, it's so backwards to me of like closing the gyms first. And that's how it was here also. Like gyms were literally shut down before restaurants, before stores, before everything. And I mean, like, let, yo, tell me to throw a mask on. Like, I can spray down everything I touch in the gym. Like, sure. in, in my opinion, gyms can almost be more sanitary than anywhere else in a way, you know, like. I, I agree a thousand percent. I mean, there's, there's a million things I can go into with that, which we can certainly get into. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the steps we had to take just to even open the gym back up just to like follow, you know, what the right protocol should be. Um, you know, we had to install new chemical units and stuff in to provide that solution for the spray bottles. Okay. You know, we installed that. We, we stationed um, sanitizer bottles all over the gym. Um, you know, we, we had to up our cleaning crew in terms of um, the days per week that they'd come in and, and clean. Um, just like little, the constant little things that we'd have to, I mean, the expenses for the gym in terms of cleaning products are obviously through the roof. So it's like, it's just that just trying to manage that whole dynamic with it and, and allowing people to know that, listen, it's going to be all right. Like we're taking the, the appropriate steps to make this work for you and make you feel comfortable and come in and just enjoy a workout. You just got to trust us in a way. And if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable, don't even bother then it's okay. Exactly. It's like, that's our human right. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. Like, just stay at home. It's all good. But the biggest thing that boggles my mind is that there are people that are just so fucked up in a sense that they want to ruin people's lives. <laughs> they want to reach out to us and threaten us that they're going to go tell on us because we have, you know, we do great with our social media yeah. and giving our, our gym and, and our members and everybody exposure and you know, there's been a few photos that, you know, maybe training clients haven't had a mask on. Okay. During their sets working out, which is whatever. And, <laughs> and people will bash us and try to talk shit to us and reach out to our owners through our, our Instagram page, just saying like, you guys are going to get shut down. I can't believe you're doing this and allowing people to walk around like that. It's like, you have nothing better to do with your day. You know, no, and they, the, the thing is they don't, you know, uh -huh. like. Like that's, that's the, this like, you know, I mean, I'm falling into the trap of like, man, I've, I've, I've been on Twitter talking shit on, I mean, not even really talk, but 
three three uh, tweet threads where I'm you know yeah. explaining something and then I get done with it. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now, bro? Like, I have too much time. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I, I've re I can read, I can watch Netflix, I can do whatever, but then I'm still getting in Twitter arguments and uh-huh. it's just crazy. Like the the you know, I was I was hoping I've been talking to a friend about like how we all you know we need to come together and I, you know I've been preaching that through before all this shit you know like we that's it's a it's a common theme we need to but like i'm sorry but i don't i don't i'm not gonna come together and and like get rid of my values or like you know like i'm not gonna come together at the detriment of like my personal beliefs i guess you know what i mean like to a certain degree and it's like the narrative like you said it's been like you're either full on board or if you disagree with point one c then you're the enemy you know yeah. and it's like bro no i'm 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 on the team i, I don't want people to die i just I know. yeah it's like you know i have a livelihood i have to worry about you know provide god forbid someone has a family right i'm a single guy we're you know 30 how old are you now i'm 30 baby three oh, you are 30 you're in the 30 club let's go yeah um, so yeah i mean you know, I'm single, God forbid I had a kid, you know, a, a wife, like, these are tough times right now, man. Like, and to tell us that, hey, you can't go to work because you're not a essential business, which if you want to label a gym and fitness and health non-essential, that's where the fucking, that's where it begins. That's the issue that we're dealing with that because yeah. that's fucking unbelievable. No, it, it's like, okay, I can, if, if we're going to get on board with gyms or non-essential, then liquor stores are non-essential also places where they sell fucking lottery tickets are non-essential also sure. like yeah uh, what like okay mcdonald's is non-essential then you know like exactly like, absolutely just absolutely it, and when i heard that the when it first when this all first popped up and they were still allowing liquor stores to open and smoke shops and all that yeah. shit i'm just like that's just them controlling us at the end of the day. They, they're, they're spinning this their own way. They want to do what they want to do. And the fact that we have to just live, take it and live with it, like that's, that's what's wrong, man. Like if, any, if this virus is showing anything, it's to prioritize health. You know, 100%. And now, you know, working in the industry, I work in with a gym, man. Like a gym is a lot of abusers' safe place, whether it's alcohol, drugs whatever the case may be, they go there as a getaway, right? Just 100%. Distance themselves from that bullshit, you know? And, and the fact that now you're keeping them inside, that's going to allow, that's going to make them revert back to their old ways. For, for sure, man. Like, and, 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 and I read, I, I forget who I was reading. They were just saying, which I, I assumed, you know, drug, alcohol, um, rates and abuse and deaths and, and all that stuff along with domestic, those are all through the roof right now. Like suicide. Yeah. Suicide. Right. It's all that stuff. You're getting trapped and bunkered up. Like for how many months not being able to do anything. That shit's bound to happen. Yeah. I mean, bro, personally, this, this last year or so, like I haven't really been smoking. Like I I'm like, and you know, me, you know, like yeah. I, yeah. I've blown tough throughout my life <laughs> and this last year or so, like 
I've been off, you know, like making my own, yeah. like being motivated. And, you know, I don't think weed's like physically addictive or anything, but like it was definitely habitual for me. And, yeah. you know, getting to a point where I feel like it was starting to become a problem in terms of like, I wasn't accomplishing anything else I wanted to do really. Yeah. So bro, I was off it for a while. This, this, uh, that first lockdown back in what March or whatever, when I was in Barcelona and it was like police yeah. date in Barcelona for like two months. Yeah. Man, I, I was getting hot, you know, like somehow after yeah. like a, after a couple of weeks, I was finally like, all right, well, what am I going to do? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm finding somebody to get some bud from and then yeah. just get reverting back to my old ways that are just incredibly sure. unproductive. And, you know, like, I think I'm fairly like mentally strong to like recognize it and get out of it, yeah. you know, and then yeah. I had another season and, you know, I moved, yeah. but then same shit here was like, I was good. Wasn't smoking at all. Like, um, not even wanting to. And then lockdown hit, like, no restaurants, no gym, no nothing. Like, all right, so what am I, you know? And then you just, like, waste some time. Two weeks yeah. goes by. I don't even realize, you know, just, like, like I can attest to it. And, but I, I feel like I'm lucky because I'm able to maybe reel myself back in. But, yeah. like you said, bro, there's probably a lot of people who they hit this and, it's just a, a downhill, you know, once they get on, get back on that road. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And I think one of the things, one of the words that I would just take from what you just said and what you were just discussing is, is time. And I think we both value that very, very much so. And that for somebody to tell me that, you know, I got to be locked down and I can't live my life. Like, you know, how much time do we have walking around this earth? Like, I know that sounds like, you know, whatever. But yeah, I value that very much so. And, you know, I don't want to be put in a position where I look back years from now. I'm like, you know, I just lost out on six, seven, eight months of my life just being locked away, not being able to do shit just because of a virus that I understand is has caused quite a bit of, um, you know, harm to a lot of people. And, and I know the numbers say some things and they're saying Numbers may not be exactly what they are announced as, but at the end of the day, you know, I want to still live my life, man. I don't know how long I'm going to be here. I don't know any time what could happen with me or a family member or something like that. That's why, like, mostly during this time, I'm trying to, like, put away any, which I didn't have a lot of burn bridges, but, like, anyone that I may be upset at or something like that, I'm trying to just, like, rewire myself and say, like, if this is showing you anything, it's, like, who knows at any moment in time how your life can turn in a drastic measure, you know, For like sure. this is, this is craziness right now. So, you know what I'm saying? Like time is, as I said before, time is very, very valuable to me. Yeah. And, and it's just, I love been, spending my time with you at 7am on a, on a Friday. I know dude. I'm <laughs> exactly. I woke up at 6am. I said, let's go, let's go JB let's go i know that's that's been that's been the funny thing you know i've been scheduling a couple of these and and like you know i'm i'm nine hours ahead of west coast only six hours ahead yeah. of uh east coast but yeah. then like all right I, and i realized i've been asking people mornings or evenings and then i was like wait a minute no it's got to be mornings or afternoons for me <laughs> I, can't, I can't do yeah. evenings i, I guess yeah, i yeah. could but 
I'd like to, now that I know this time with this natural light and the camera and I'm yeah, working yeah. on it, like, yeah. I think this is the time of day I need to do it just so, yeah. although we haven't been getting any sun out here, but um, yeah. no, man. You look great, time, man. You're, you're, you look great. You're glowing right now. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I know. I, it's, we Finally, we had sun for like the first time in, dude, this, this month or six weeks out here has been interesting just because yeah? like what kind of weather yeah, i don't even know what's the weather like very seattle like these last couple, really yeah like so not, not super cold but definitely a little rain a lot of gray and on top of already like semi depression of lockdown like that yeah. doesn't fucking help you know and nah. and um but no it's tell you it's, what man i'll tell you what for a, for a dude that grew up in seattle you know, living in parts over there that are relatable to Seattle and how high spirited of a dude you are. I give you props, man. I do. Well, thank you. Thank you, man. It's, it's, it's not always like, that's what I always like try and tell people too, is like, you know, I, I know that obviously like Instagram culture and like we share our highlights and all that shit. And like, for the most oh, part, I come off like super positive and I, I try and yeah. share some of my negative thoughts too. <laughs> but like, that's what I try and tell people is like, you know, I am positive, but for like as equally positive as I can be and as that height of positivity, I can like be just as dark, you know, it, like yeah. it's all like a balance of light. And so sure, I've, yeah. I've been trying to work on that a little of like, all right, let me not get too high. Let me not get too yeah. low, like little more in that, that maintaining yeah. and, and yeah, but it's okay. I mean, dude, it's okay to express yourself, especially, but everybody that knows you knows what type of person you are. And, I think you're very unbiased about a lot of topics, which I think is the most um, important thing, especially when you're, like I said, when you're expressing yourself is you show object objectivity where it's, you're seeing both sides. You're being fair. You know, that's I'm, the big thing. I'm trying thing. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're being fair. You're not strong on one way or another. I think you're just painting a picture for everybody to see um, and then just rolling with it. And if people want to take that a certain way, they can go fuck themselves because they're that's not acting as an adult and that's not um that's not really being just fair and an understanding of of people's opinions in general like no and, and dude we're running in we're running into a lot of that like you know like that's that's what well, if like, you're, worries like me you said most. if you're an ounce if there's even an ounce of going the opposite way if somebody thinks you're we should cut you off you you don't know anything, yeah. right? You're an asshole, like yeah. whatever the case may be. So. You're, you you want people to, to I mean, like it, it goes so like over the boundary, you know, like, all right, call me just a, a an idiot. Like I'm cool with that. Or call me a fucking yeah. conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I'm cool with it, you know, but like, yeah. don't go into like that. I don't care about people, you know, like that's, yeah. that's where I got into speaking of Twitter argument, like, I got into a Twitter argument with one of like my best friends from Portugal who yeah. he's one of the few guys I know now who has had the virus. He had, he got it and yeah. he said it, it, it fucked with him pretty like, I don't know the severity. I don't know if he was hospitalized. We, we didn't get it all into that. He just said like it was rough for him or whatever. Yeah. And you know, because I'm like we said, a little outspoken on some of my beliefs out there with what's going yeah. on right now. And, um, you know, I, I kind of like went in on it and I, I realized like, it wasn't even like him, but it was just like a culmination of like 
all these con- like he was like the straw that broke my back and I wasn't like yeah. I was vicious or you know venomous yeah. it was just went way too hard or Add, like I cared way fuel, too much added about fuel it. added fuel to all the already deep-rooted you know emotions that you felt about a certain exactly right? exactly yeah. and so like I mean luckily with him like that's my boy like yeah he's not gonna be one of you know but if it was someone else which there has been you know where you get into a little back and forth and then it's just like you know it's you know like that person's done talking to you you know like it's like as soon as that conversation ends you get unfollowed or whatever and it's just like all right you know like that's whatever and but um no because like dude for me I don't know I'm gonna ask you that but for me I know I think I know like five or six and this isn't I'm not trying to advocate it's not a big deal or whatever but like I know like maybe five or six people personally and then like uh you know a couple other like brother of a friend friend of a friend kind of relations and you know this is just where my belief stems from of all those people every literally all of them said you know fever for a day or two yeah stuff he knows couldn't couldn't the weirdest thing is you can't smell can't taste and then after like four or five days felt good it was kind of like a flu cold normal flu cold and now they're back to feeling good you know and so I haven't personally talked to anybody yet which affects how I see things that's really been fucked with you know by this disease yeah yeah I uh or virus i've come across a handful um there was actually no i wouldn't say a decent amount but like i said a handful a handful of members that during our sh- our lockdown when we were when we were down for a few months that they had contracted it and um they said very similar to what you said it's very fluish you know yeah. fever fever for a couple of days um now most of these people that i spoke to were 20s early 30s right okay. so let's just keep that in mind right yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah very fluish body 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 fatigue um just absolutely drained couldn't get out of bed really um but everybody i talked to was no more than a week of feeling yeah. like that i would say um some of them still have after effects of the the smelling lack of smell and lack okay. of taste it's, it's a little altered um i was actually speaking with um somebody at the gym and they were uh, basically just saying how a lot of their, their tastes of like some foods that they really like are still altered now. Oh, and this weird. months weird. after. Yeah. So like, you're going to get some people, I guess, like that, that are going to feel the after effects, I guess, I guess with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're still obviously learning about all the details of it. Uh, but yeah, I, I haven't dealt with anything personally that's been severe. Um, so yeah, I mean, I again, the numbers are what the numbers are, right? We could talk about that all day. Um, honestly, there was a few times where I thought I had I had contracted it, right? There was like a two or three day stretch where my body was just I could not move myself from the couch, and it was a weekend. Right. Right? I just stayed in. I was ripping through vitamins and different teas and all the essential stuff to to hopefully help out my immune system, and I was good by like day three or whatever um and i ended up getting going to see if i had the antibodies and i've done it a couple times i i don't really know how i feel about getting the actual covid test just because it's so hit or miss with these false positives and shit 
dude like i don't know where to go with it so <laughs> i've done antibodies a couple times and i they still said i've been i haven't been exposed to it which i don't even know how that's possible so yeah. i'll be honest yeah. with you i've come in contact with thousands of people since right. march right? right you know like thousands and thousands so i've been shy about if i can get with people i'm you know hang out with certain groups of friends and um link up with uh you know family or whatever the case may be i'm going to do so as long as everybody feels okay right obviously there's people that are asymptomatic whatever i get it you know, i understand yeah. but going back to what we said before like i'm not gonna just bunker up and not live my life a certain way like it is what it is i know that may sound um insensitive or whatever but you know fuck it, 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 it yeah i'm gonna do what i do like <laughs> I'm going to do what I do, you know? (laughs) For sure. sure. No, I mean, like, you know, that's what I always try to explain to people of like, you know, Bill, my dad is like 79 years old. He's not great health or whatever. Like, you know, like probably has some previous conditions or whatever. Like, dude, this guy's still, I I think they told him to shut his store down in St. Louis for a time being. He's like, man, fuck this thing. Like, yeah. I'm not scared of this shit, you know. He's like, yeah, yeah. like what you said. He's like, if it's my time, it's my time, you know. Yeah. Like, and and if, you know, like, the the what? I mean, this this is the thing that always sounds insensitive now, but like we've forgotten about the fact that like, the older you get and the less healthy you become, the higher chances of dying you have. Like, no matter what. You know, and, and the more, and honestly, the mindset wise, the more you don't give a fuck. Totally. Because it's like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm on my back nine anyway. So like, I know the deal, you know, like, <laughs> I know the deal. My dad, my dad's going to be 70 uh, in a couple weeks. And first few months he had um, some shit he was dealing with medically uh, last year or a year or so, a year and change ago, a little scare and. He ended up thankfully being all right with it. But, you know, when this all came about, I wasn't able to see him for months. That shit yeah. sucked. You know, yeah. like, that wasn't cool. You know, so yeah. I get it. But now he got to a point where he's just like, you know, I wash my hands, I sanitize, I do what I gotta do. Like, I'm gonna live my life. I wanna see my kids and like do my thing. So, yeah, because I mean, how, how fucked would it be? And now this is total like devil's advocate, but like, how fucked up would it be if like, and this has happened, this is why I bring it up, but like, an older person, you know, let's, let's say more like grandparents that have to be self-isolated from the family or whatever. And then they end up dying from something that isn't COVID, you know? And it's like, yeah. okay. You know, like yeah. Yeah. what was the risk and reward at that point? You know? And, and, you know, I, like you said, the earlier of I, I've gotten into like my dad and I now at least like probably talk on the phone, like once a week, which is like, mm-hmm we just, we just never really, neither, uh, neither of us are big yeah. phone guys, I think. And, but now we've kind of yeah. gotten into the habit of doing that and that's kind of nice. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah. there's some definite positives from this whole thing. And like, I mean, shit, I'm, I'm thankful for it cause in a way, cause I wouldn't be here in Czech Republic if it wouldn't have happened, yeah. you know, like I'm trying to stay I, positive, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, if you look at it, you know, glass half empty, right? it's obviously going to look like a piece of shit of a year. It's going to look terrible as a whole. Right. But I mean, I think a lot of growth and a lot, a lot of positive things can come from it though, the way you look at it. Right. For sure. Um, And I've taken it that way with a lot of things in my life. And 
you know, I don't, I'm not taking it as a year of a loss or whatever. I'm just taking it as a year as a learning experience, really, you know, and things to take with you moving forward. Um, relationships you had or wanted to kind of make better. Like, again, we're locked down. We can't see certain people. You got new lines of communication, whatever the case may be. It's just a year whole of um, learning new things and understanding how life could could take you off course real fast. For you know? sure. For real sure. No, I mean, like, like you said, it's, it's made it so evident that like our health is important and yeah. the people that we have that are in charge. Cause like normally a, a governor, like who fucking cares about what a governor thinks, you know, like I don't yeah. ever, but when fucking Gavin Newsom in California is just running that ship into the fucking. Dome. I told you, did I tell you my, my brother moved back from Cali. Oh, that, oh, he moved back. Yeah, yeah, he moved. They were out there for six years, him and his wife um, and, and his newborn, my nephew. Um, they just moved back um, this summer and uh -huh. they were out in the bay. They were out in the bay for like six years. And, you know, they kind of made just the choice that they wanted to raise a little guy out here with family and friends. Okay. Start, you know, start their family out here, which was awesome to have him back because, like I said, he is you know, they've been out there for six years. So it's good to have the whole family back. I was in Connecticut, you know, last time I was here. So we were all never really in New Jersey since you know, I was lit. Like I was in high school. Wow. You know? Okay. So that's cool. But yeah, they were saying like, it was um, um, about the time that they were just about heading back. Like they were saying it was, he was shutting a lot of shit down and he wasn't interested in really opening a lot of things back up. And they were going to be very, very strict about a lot of things. So it's, I don't know what's going on out there. I just hear nothing but bad things, really, and not a lot of upside in the near future. So no, man. I, you, I mean, we ain't, we ain't too much better out here, to be honest with you. No, I'll, no. I'll I mean, but you you know me. I've I've always been a, a West Coast, Best Coast advocate, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm getting <laughs> off that fucking train, bro. He's West making, Coast you know, looks soft scary. as shit, man. You guys are looking a little soft out there. Bro, we're we're scary out there, man. It's yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of people that like to complain about whatever they can complain about. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't been over there obviously just cuz it's been a mess, but like New York City is a ghost town basically. Yeah. Which is which is crazy, man. So many businesses boarded up and you know, I have a few people that have worked in the city and they just say like it looks like a movie scene. Like there's Damn. nothing there, you know? Yeah, like it's it's crazy. That's so, wild. But go. yeah, man, let's uh, let's 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 switch it up a little. I think we I think we. Uh, <laughs> we it's like our, that's uh, what's so insane right now I that I hate about COVID is it's hard to have. Like I, I'm gonna about I'm gonna do some more of these zooms and yeah. In in a way, like you said, it's been good that we've had to adapt and whatever because I was super against the Zoom stuff before all of this hit just because I like the the energy of being with yeah. somebody yeah, but yeah. at the same time like this is pretty damn realistic like yeah. you know like it's not glitchy Hi, you know like you're just right there you know <laughs> you want to spice it up and add like group zoom um little sessions in and get other people of different perspectives and different backgrounds and kind of just mix it up a little bit because I think that's the healthy, healthiest thing at this point. Like that's honestly, that was a lot of the shit that I, you know, a lot of kids that we had went to school with, they have their opinions on certain things. And I honestly wish we just got in a room and kind of just 
aired everything out of our Real. own, you know, from our own viewpoint of how we look at things. Like, again, you're a very unbiased person about a lot of things. I can keep it as real as it can be, you know, yeah. talking to people. I can see both sides. Certainly I'm, I'm never going to be that extreme on one side or the other. Um, I'll certainly listen and give my take. And I'm, I think I'm a pretty, pretty fair person in that regard. So I, I like I had reached out to, I forget a few people that we had played with, but I was just like, yeah, I honestly wish we can just sit in a room because I feel like there's just so much negative energy being, you know, sent to, to a lot of people that, you know, we spent a lot of time with and developed relationship with anybody that knows the college football atmosphere in that scene. That's a brotherhood, right? That's just another right themselves. So, like, to see dudes kind of going at each other's necks or, like, kind of subtweeting or, in that sense, kind of going about certain people, that, that shit rubbed me the wrong way, and that pisses me off to the core just because I know what we went through together, you know, For during sure. the time. For sure. And so I had expressed that to the few people. I was like, you know what, I – I would love if we can all, not obviously everybody, but a nice solid group of people that can get together collectively and, and kind of air shit out and, and express themselves of what they feel the current state that we're living through. You no know? doubt. And like you said, is it's, it's even worse when we get all these, and I'm guilty of, you know, you get all this emotion. I get in my own head about, yeah. oh, fuck, you know, this, that, whatever. Yeah. And then you start building a story about whoever that you're thinking, you know, whoever said whatever. And through text, sometimes you can't tell, you know, meanings or whatever. You know, I had one of my buddies from Juco get mad at me for, I forget what it even was. You know, I said something about like after the George Floyd thing, like there was no talk of Corona for like a a day or two. I forget how it was. I was being a little sarcastic, very sarcastic, yeah. you know, about how <laughs> shouldn't, you know, all of a sudden now Corona isn't a thing for, you know, for, yeah. and like, he got mad at me for like one word out of the entire post. Yeah. You know, he was Message. like, I agree with the entire post, except that you said only something. And I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> but like, so one word got, I mean, cause he blasted me in the fucking comments and I was like, dude, like yeah. if, if you're really that passionate and strong feeling of like, could we have just talked? And then we did talk, you know, like we had a little yeah. video interview, but like, or video message, but like, yeah. could we have gone to the private one first and then gone pub, you know, like yeah. just because I don't know, like you said, is there so much negativity and bullshit going on that like, can, can we just nip it in the bud? Can we give some people the benefit of the doubt that like you've had a relationship with your entire, you know, or not your entire life, but a long time, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, you know, when we get to a point where you can't give your, there's not a discussion and there's not a difference of, of opinions when you're in that discussion, then there's no progress, no. right? At all. Right, everybody's just gonna what be a yes man? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yep, that's that's how it should be. No, it doesn't work that way. No. There'll never be progress that way. No. You have to break a cycle at some point. That's why I always say break the cycle with something that comes very repetitive, right? For sure. You have to break the cycle. So it's like, you know, I can't express myself in a certain manner, then, and it can't be synonymous or you know, par- any parallels that what you're saying that we're discussing, that I'm just you cut me off like that yeah yeah it doesn't work that way you know like i don't get it so 
Yeah, going back to that, dude, I, I would I would really enjoy a discussion with, you know, people that we were close to for a while that um, maybe thinking a little bit differently than us, which is, again, totally cool, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. That's, that's acceptable. I mean, that should be acceptable. But somehow nowadays it's become unacceptable and people distance themselves from that as, as, um, opposed, as opposed to embracing it. Yeah, taking it on as as allowing them to see a different picture or a different viewpoint from somebody else, you know. And yeah, and then it just furthers that divide, and you know, there's just so like social media is so. This this country is built on divide. (laughs) Exactly, and differences. And I've said I've said that like because it it got me thinking. All this shit. I am the most. and well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anti, but I'm not with politics. I don't, I don't right. follow it. I don't allow it to consume me because I think it's consumed a lot of people and it's steered their lives in a, in a weird direction right now, especially with all this, right? I'm not anti, I wouldn't say that because that's totally a little You're just, you're, um, you're agnostic. You're yeah. agnostic. Exactly. You're the wordsmith, so you can roll <laughs> with it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's but it's got it's forced you right this time that we're living. It's forced you to kind of dig at least a little bit into what's going on, right? For sure. And like I that the one thing that always just came to mind is just like this country's built on divide. It will always be that way. We're we're not all going to be pulling in one direction, mm-hmm. right? It'll never be that way. There's always going to be strong, strong feelings about certain things, certain topics, and that's just how it's going to be. We're not going to program what three or 400 how many people are in this country especially our country here seven billion people in the world yeah 300 million million, yeah exactly like that's not realistic right and that's what people think they have this they have this little you know narrative or something they want to run with a little piece that they think that you know if we pick a certain person You know, we're all going to be going, we're all, we are all going to be going in the right direction, all going to be thinking the right, the same Holding way. hands, running down the Right? No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It's not that way. And that's, that's just the way it is. And, and that's okay. You know? Like, that's, that's where, you know, I mean, like, yeah. we, we, it's not like you have to associate yourself with 300 million people. You're going to come in contact with how many people in your Dude. life? Dude, that's, you know, like. And just on that same idea, the concept of like one person ruling all of us is just absurd to me, you know, like, or what makes him, what makes makes that person any better than me and you? No, dude. Yeah. No, it's, it's uh, like, that's the thing I've been. And, you know, I've, I think we could, we could afford, or it would eventually be good for us if we became like the this is going to sound bad, like the ununited states of America, like if, if every, every state kind of, we almost took like the European model of like U S becomes the EU and then states kind of become their own thing because what's happening in Kansas and their problems day to day life aren't the same as what the problems in Miami, you know, and not this, there's, I'll tell you what, that dude in Florida, he don't give a shit. <laughs> he does not. Well, I care. love Florida. I don't know what I, I, if I, I keep saying, if I move back to the States, cause I, I spent like. It's a redheaded stepchild. 
Oh, totally. Totally, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the outcast. Florida's sure. crazy, bro. But like, yeah. I, I was living in Florida for like three months and I don't know if I could survive the, the summers there, but I fucking loved Florida, dude. And like that whole like, you know, I guess I always look down kind of on the South as being a West Coast <laughs> kind of liberal city, you know, yeah. but like, yeah. man, the more, the more I get older, like the more I kind of just fuck with like, you know, and not from the fucking Confederate point of view, but just the, obviously, that's but just, bit, that's the, like, just yeah. the, the spit your truth with yeah. a little, yeah. not, you know, without a care about like how someone's gonna uh, think about you because yeah. Dude, we're, we're so caught up in all that, like myself included. I finally, you know, I was trying to be super kind of PC, like still spit my truth, but also yeah. not ruffle some feathers. And then I finally yeah. thought about it and I was like, what am I helping right now? Like, I'm not saying what I really feel. And then huh. whoever's listening to it isn't like fully, you know, it's like, what's yeah. the point? Like, let's just start speaking a little truth, yeah. you know? I think there's a point of, of speaking truth, discussing what you want to discuss. And then there's a line of disrespect, right? Obviously. Totally. totally. And I know you and you wouldn't intentionally cross that line. If something you may have said may have come off or offended somebody in a certain way, I know you'd be the first person to say, okay, let's talk about it. Like, I, I apologize for that. Right. I'll own up to it. Yeah. If I said something a certain way that came off that way, no harm. There was no yeah. intentions for it. It's just, you know, your feelings at that time, you know? Totally. No. And, and yeah. it's, no, I, I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what the future is going to look like, bro, because we are, we're, this is semi like uncharted territory for us. I think, you know, with yeah. this virus, you know, like a big reason I'm so like, mm, yeah, I'll say anti-lockdown is like, it, it just sets a precedent for like, okay, next year, if there's something similar, like it just worries me that this will become the norm, you know, and, yeah. and that's what, what scares me. And so, um, I mean, think about, it's only been six to eight months and like, I don't know what the percentages are. I haven't been back in the States. I only see, you know, the dramatic YouTube and TikToks and all that shit. Yeah. But like, it yeah. seems like in six months, like some people have really like bought into this system being necessary. And so like, yeah. And so like that scares me, you know, I, and I get it, you know, like I, I try and have some understanding for everybody, no matter what. Yeah. And like, if, if, you know, maybe it's, it's easy for me to say this, but like, you know, if my dad or a family member like died because of it or I became sick with it like yeah, maybe it gonna, would affect me that's gonna but, alter your yeah but I also like when I was talking to my buddy about this like I try to you know my dad and I have talked about it and it was like you know he said I think he said it himself is like yeah it would be fucked up if I got it but like yeah. like statistically like I wouldn't like I would be in the minority you know like if at the end of the day, there are statistics, whether they're how yeah. perfect they are. They, yeah. they do have some statistics out. And statistically speaking, like one, you probably don't get it or, you know, and then two, you're probably, if you do, you're probably okay. You know? And so like, if, yeah. if you aren't, if you do suffer from it, like it's fucking sad, but sure. 
you're part of, you know, it's, it's like being part of the, the group that dies in car crashes or gets injured in car crashes. Like there's also yeah. a lot more people that are being sick. I don't know. Maybe that's a bad analogy, but, um, no, I mean, I think you, uh, no, I think you hit on, on, on good points just cause like the numbers, like you said, we don't know how accurate they are at, at times, but if they're coming out and saying, you know, any age group up to like 47, 48 years old is a 99.9% chance you'll be okay. Like, how are you not supposed to be like, all right, why the fuck am I just not living my life right now? For real. What are we doing here? For real. You know, real. like, you know, I get it for people that have those pre-existing conditions and, um, you know, are concerned about certain um, just different issues that can come about from the virus. I get it. Like, then you should probably take more precautionary steps, put yourself um, in a safer environment or whatever the case may be, but people that are out there and active and healthy and, and do what they got to do. Why can't we just go back to the norm? Yeah. You know? no, I mean, and I, I, you know, I know this can come across selfish or whatever, but it's like, and, and I know you're in the same boat too. Like I've had like a very conscious thought and effort put forth the last five years I'll say since I graduated at, like since I moved to Europe I've been much more like health conscious about yeah you know eating right drinking water not yeah. doing this you know certain you know like not with like a huge idea of like I need to boost my immune system but just like yeah. I need to be healthy and man I haven't you know luckily knock on wood like I haven't gotten sick like really yeah. sick in I can't remember how, you know, like I, I thought yeah. maybe I had, well, you said it too, like my birthday weekend, I partied a little bit in Prague and stayed up a little bit later than I had normally didn't get yeah. as much sleep that next week. I was just feeling like shit. And so like, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of just the, like, that's the 30 year old club. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. Maybe that wasn't sickness that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You can't recover like you used to. Oh. Drink that bottle, head out to the blue turf on them 110s, baby. No more yeah. Dubra for your boy. It's got to no be more. some high class stuff. No more. That's right. But, but Quality like, now. But I've, you know, I've put such an emphasis on this that, you know, like I'm going to be good no matter what, that it, it, yeah. it pisses me off when um, I need to sacrifice my life and i know like oh you're only thinking of yourself but like yeah i am only thinking of myself motherfucker because no one else is thinking about me you know like well, who, who else is gonna and i've spent all this time effort energy money on being healthy over the last five years so that now i need to stay inside so that the yeah. motherfucker who's been eating mcdonald's twice a day the last five years can maybe survive which yeah. i know again i'm not like wishing death on anybody but <laughs> The motherfucker who's been eating McDonald's every day for the last five years could catch anything and be much more apt yeah. to dying than me, you know? Yeah. Like, so what? Yeah, a guy was consuming poison probably every day. For real. Well, it's, it's poison, you know? So, I mean, you know how I was dating back to when you first stepped on campus, how I was with my nutrition. and For sure. You know, I was kind of a maniac about that. But it was once I kind of got in rhythm, and that's what it all is, is just getting in a rhythm. You know, totally. once you can kind of set yourself uh, with, a, with allowing it to be um, 
a pattern of of um, just nutrition and activity and and a little bit of an understanding of how to go about certain things and what works for your body because everybody's body's different and reacts differently to different things um so kind of once i just got like i said into a rhythm with it it just became the new norm for me like it's sure i'm looking at certain things that i used to consume or and i kind of just like there's just no interest in it anymore because i know it's not doing my body any good you know because i wanted to make sure that i was at an optimal level physically to be able to perform, especially playing college ball like that. So I kind of just, that's just been normal for me now. Now I'll say though, in like the winter months and stuff like that, I allow myself to enjoy a little more treats. Okay. Right. And then once like, it's funny. Cause like once the new year kicks and we get into January, I kind of flip that switch again. Okay. Go back and just like kind of a maniac into my routine regimen of how I, kind of go about a diet like i'm still active working out i i do that all year round yeah, but bro, I, you're looking term. you're looking buff as fuck these days oh, thanks buddy you know yeah, I, like, I see yeah, I, I see music on the on the on the gym <laughs> on the gym page all the time man. hey if i'm in that gym and i ain't working out what the hell am i doing right you're For doing real. yourself a service like you're just an asshole if you can't stay in that mindset um so it's good because it allows you to lock in all year round when I'm in there. So, and I, it's very inspiring type of people that I work around as well in terms of kind of being on the same um, uh, mindset of, of nutrition and activity and, and working out. And you know, we got a lot of guys that I work with that compete in bodybuilding, which is awesome. Okay. They know about the whole prep routine, they, the, the grind of the prep um, leading up to a show. Um, you know, we get athletes that come through, which is picking up a little bit more so that, that obviously, you know, that I would want to tap into a lot more. So we, we were first, when it first opened up, it came across as more of like a hardcore bodybuilding type gym. Okay. Um, but we never shied away from welcoming everybody. That was the thing is that they saw some of our posts social media wise, and they just thought it was a meathead gym. Uh, and, okay. uh, you know, so we want to kind of go against that stigma or whatever that you want to, you know, whatever you want to call it. And you know, we have the general public from, you know, we have young kids in high school to middle-aged women, to older women, to athletes, to older males, um, to mixed martial art fighters. And um, it's broad. It's very broad spectrum, the whole thing. You know, we're fortunate that we have a great training staff. Um, we have about nine now that specialize in a multitude of different things that allows us that flexibility to work with so many different types of people, which right. is awesome. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, that's just me being in that environment. It would be silly of me to not stay involved with that keep my body um, in tip top shape and, and kind of just roll with that. I mean, I love it. You know, I enjoy being active and, and knowing I'm keeping myself healthy you know, especially like in times like these, right? You look back and say, dude, I've, I prepared myself for, I prepared myself for this war, you know, like, Real, in a sense. <laughs> you know, like yeah. your body's ready for that shit. And, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say like, I definitely picked it up more so in terms of um, being a little more on top of uh, just the vit different vitamins that or different things that you may think you, you're probably deficient in. Yeah, you know, that's that's the most thing. A lot of people don't understand what they're deficient in, and that's where it kind of goes off the tracks.
what what uh, specifically have you because that's that's kind of probably I think my next thing I need to look into is you know I, I think I'm pretty good just with food with yeah. water with drink you know but I'm not you know what Meg I know magnesium's always talked to you know I, I'm not too zinc. well versed in any of the zinc, zinc. Okay. like what, what vitamin D vitamin, vitamin D. D zinc yeah that, those are all the main things really um as I was saying before, with my tea, I've been a tea morning and night guy now with my okay. ginger green tea and turmeric tea and uh, everything that basically just helps your body flush all the bad toxins out of it, you know, right. really. That's why I always have waking up because it, again, it just kind of allows your body to reset, flush all the bullshit out. Um, you know, the first thing I'm waking up, I'm not having a bagel, you know, putting some heavy in my system. Yeah. Although I've, since being in, back in New Jersey, you know, we got, we're the Mecca with bagels, bro. So a couple times a week, definitely later in the morning, I'll, I'll get that Taylor and Megan cheese. You know, just you, you, pound you, that thing. you somehow find yourself down at the corner. Yeah, store. yeah, but it's okay. But I know that that day, that workout's going to pick up a little bit more. So, you know, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. so wait, what, so what do I need to take though? Magnesium, zinc, and vitamin D. That's kind of a, yeah, you can roll with that. That's good for the. I mean, that's what a lot of people would advise me to do um, with that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people drill vitamin C into right. your brain. Yeah, actually, I, like, I, I've been taking that just because the, the dad of a guy, a kid that I coach, just like randomly one day was like, hey, here's some BCAAs and vitamin Cs. And yeah. I was like, all right, bro, thanks. Yeah. So I, I've been taking that yeah. simply because someone gave it to me, you know? Sure. Yeah. But it's not like, oh, you're going to get sick now because you're not having enough vitamin C. Like, no, it's, it's not how it is. It's mostly right. more of the bullshit that you're throwing down your, your mouth, in your mouth, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, there's more than enough basically poison that a lot of people consume that they have no clue about that the effect that it's having on their bodies. Um, so, no, I, I mean, I just seen stuff you post and, certain things that you've talked about i think i think you're definitely on the right track with everything you're doing i mean it's simple man so totally colors right. consume colors exactly yeah yeah the rainbow the rainbow is a good thing you know that's it the more greens that you have certainly that, that's obviously key and critical to your diet um what's your deal with like are you are you plant-based for the most part no man so i i was for a while you know i i think for about two years or so you know not not incredibly strict but pretty fair i i i called myself pregan for about two years where i was pretty vegan you know i yeah. wasn't like yeah. if, if it was the choice of like eating food you know eating a chicken breast at dinner yeah. or starving for the night like i was gonna <laughs> eat you know like uh, that's yeah. just how it came down to um and like the first first year i did it I wasn't doing it the right way at all, you know? And so yeah. like, I was just not eating, you know, I wasn't eating enough protein and yeah. all that stuff. And it definitely fucked with me mentally. Second year I did it, I was much more like conscious and felt good doing it, but I just still felt like I was missing something. Yeah. Um, and then I, I kind of found this one dude that I follow on Instagram, Ryan Mintz. Um, he's kind of a, 
alternative, you know, I mean, like all his stuff's super researched and factually based, but what does he advocate for? Um, he was saying that like, you know, the, the plant-based V like, man, I'm not going to be able to say exactly what he said, but essentially like every, every food has a frequency that it gives off or whatever. And, um, you know, vegetables, plants, whatever you are, what you eat, you know, we hear that whole you you heard that all growing up as a joke, right? You are what you eat, right? Bro, it's true though. Wait, it's literally. And so his thing is like plants can only go up to. I'm gonna just use numbers. I'm not exactly sure if this is yeah. exact. They can only go up to 700 on this frequency scale or whatever. Yeah. And they're in like a 300 to 700 range or something. And meat can be from like 200 to 1100. I'm just. And so yeah. like the idea of plant-based in my mind is much better and healthier if you're eating shitty meat, you know, like, cause the vibration of shitty meat is yeah, less, scale. less yeah. than it's some good back. veggies, you know? And, yeah. but yeah. if you get some good quality meat, then that vibration can be higher than the actual plant itself. And so I was really just trying to do when I was back in the States, like only grass fed beef, yeah. which is, you know, pretty easy to find out there when I'm out here in, in, I've, I've kind of relaxed a little bit since, yeah. you know, there was for a while when I switched from plant-based to eating meat again, I was like, it has to be ground, uh, grass fed beef or yeah. that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bro, I, I, I don't know if you said, but my chicken wing game is getting fucking serious dog. Like I've legit, huh? Oh boy. I'm, <laughs> I might open up a wing stop when I get back to the school. Sure. And so I, I've been, I've been a little more lax with that. And, and yeah. now, um, just kind of like, I found myself getting like incredibly like mental about it where I'd start to feel bad if I, didn't eat a certain thing or if I was eating, you know, and so like it almost yeah. like fucked with me more mentally than it did physically. Yeah. And so, so your now, mind will take something and run with it, man. Your mind takes things and runs with it. Totally, you allow it to. Totally. Yeah. And so I'd get yeah. in this thing of like, oh, I didn't do that. Like, uh, you know, like now yeah. I'm just kind of like, if I think it's all right and I feel good about it, yeah. obviously I'm going to be conscious. I'm still having an occasional pack of gummy candy you know like if i'm gonna get my poison in i'm getting it in in the gummy candy form you know like they'll do that but like just not feel so bad about whatever i do um yeah my my thing now though is and i got this from this mince guy is like first thing in the morning i try and do is have within 30 minutes of waking is have um honey or maple syrup of some kind of sugar to get again he he can explain it so much better than me but it's essentially just like your your uh organs need some sugar you know like our body runs off of sugar in like the raw honey is the best form of sugar you can get and i noticed if i do that in the beginning then i'll I'll maybe do like a, a beef patty right after you know like sugar and then some protein like back to back and then go work out. And this is, I haven't been sticking to this too well the last month or two being in quarantine. But um, when I was, if I would have stuck to those two things and then go work out, oh my God, it's snowing here right now. Jesus Christ. Um, snowing. 
snowing. Yes, it just started snowing out of nowhere. It was sunny to start the day. Um, But if I go with those two things, I'm not as hungry in the morning, and then I can work out, and then I can just crush some food after I'm done working out. But if I start with those two things, I'm good. Yeah. I usually, when I wake up now, and probably over the course of this year mostly, is when I really started getting into, like, gut health. Okay. That's the biggest thing, honestly, with your body and um, basically just releasing all the bad bacteria and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I wake up and, like I said, I go with the tea, a little lemon in it to help the detox, and then I have an apple. Okay. That's, like, the first thing when I wake up. That's All good. That's some, that's some sugar. Yeah. That's some sugar, natural sugar in there also. Yeah. 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 Apple, dude, I have, I was having like two apples. When I wake up, apples, I'll have one apple in the morning and then one apple late, like late afternoon. And it, it actually helped a little bit with appetite as well. Because okay. as you know, my appetite, <laughs> I'm a raging maniac with eating. So um, I just had to kind of structure my day in a sense where I'm not constantly just hammering food because i could right. do that all day as you know <laughs> yeah. um so yeah that would usually be my go-to tea and, and and apple get the body working get all uh systems going really and then like an hour hour and a half two hours later i'll have you know my breakfast i'll have omelet broccoli spinach and i i've been baking and roasting sweet potatoes diced like oh Lights out. I'm on the sweet potato hype big time Man. myself. Oh, yeah. My sweet potato game is nice right now in the oven. You, how, how are you cutting them? How are you? I've been making fries uh, lately. Yeah? Okay. yeah. I'm a massive sweet potato fry guy. Love yeah. it. Love yeah. it. I just, uh, I just dice them. I peel them and then I just dice them really. Um, okay. uh, a little olive oil in a pan, uh, garlic and pepper and throw it in there for like 20 25 minutes and i get a nice crisp to it and then you know i just have my omelet with like i said broccoli spinach uh egg white omelet and then i throw some salsa on top mm, okay like okay salsa. that's that's my little mix up i like the salsa on top man i was doing buffalo sauce for a while um, <laughs> i just got into that <laughs> What's that? I, I just found some Frank's Red Hot Buffalo oh, in yeah? the grocery store here. There you go. I've been, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm one day away from just injecting it into my veins, you know? You might as well, yeah. Yeah, it's addicting, yeah. Yeah, so I like, I like the little change up of uh, the salsa. It's, it's good. Um, sometimes I'll have like ground turkey with it as well. Okay. Depending on how much, you know, protein I want to throw down early in the morning. Um, what, do you weigh, what are you weighing these days? Well, as I said earlier, these months I get a little fluffier, right? Put on a little more weight. Uh, I'm like around like 210 right now. Okay. Okay. So in the summer months and like I said, once they start making that switch, so probably like March to like August, I'll usually be, as of the last few years, I'll usually be sitting like low 190s, which dude, I wasn't low 190s since I was a senior in high school. Damn. But my body feels good. Like I feel like nimble and being able to move around. I feel good right now, honestly, just with some of the training I've done and I've been staying active and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, winter months and stuff like that, I'm usually 210 range. And then summer months, 
when the shirt's off and you're feeling good about yourself. I like to be a little bit more ripped up then. I'll be uh, like low 190s. Okay. But it's, okay. what sucks, right? What sucks is when, when you're going to buy clothes, right? So I got to buy two separate sets of clothes for different seasons of the year. It's crazy. You know, it's crazy. For sure. So, for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's good though, man. That's it's funny. Good. Well, hey, let's, let's get into, I know you don't have too much time. How much time you got? Like 10, 15 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, let's, let's, let's go into, um, like you're coaching right now, you said, right? Yeah, high school. We're finishing up actually next week. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, how, uh, how, has, how has this season been? It's, you've been, how, how's it gone? Um, so we started up allowing, um, they split it up into phases before the actual season started. Okay. All right, so there was like three or four phases. The first phase <laughs> was a nightmare, really. Uh, they had to be sectioned off into different pods these kids okay and you could only go to each station of the workouts that we were doing granted no equipment nothing we were just i was just putting together body weight circuits for them this was the first step of so no weight room no weights right can't do any positional drills can't use a football it's only just like running around and being in your own little pod and that's your pod for that first phase so there's like 10 kids in each pod okay and we would just, like I said, we'd do different stations. We'd obviously practice social distancing and all that stuff. And I would just put them through like an hour circuit. We'd finish off with running. And that lasted for a couple of weeks. And the second phase consisted of incorporating the football and um, kind of just walking through um, like some of our plays and stuff. We were throwing them a little bit, you know, Dis- throwing them disinfecting the ball after every, after. Yes. Yes. Everything that you can imagine. Yes. Doing all that. Um, so it was, it was very hard to teach, um, you know, fundamentals. Cause I was, a lot of times I wasn't even working with my position group, you know, cause these position groups are, um, they were together based off of like their grades, you know, so we weren't putting, we weren't trying to put freshmen with seniors and stuff like that. We were, we were right. trying to keep it as consistent as possible. Um, so a lot of times I wasn't working with my position group, so I wasn't really getting as much hands-on time as I'd want to. Um, so that affected that certainly just the whole like cohesiveness and building that team chemistry through the summer months you know how it is man the grind grind it out type of days you weren't able to do that kids were getting dropped off by their parents right they're sitting in their car until it's actual practice time and they come out they get changed on our little little side path we have right next to the practice field which is like a they have like outdoor basketball courts that are connected to our our high school there where they get dressed and stuff like that. They carry their water bottles out to the field. They have to keep their water bottles separated, right? Like it's a whole, it was a whole just shit show, right? So um, we went from July 1st until um, the end of August. Uh, July 1st was, you know, the off season type stuff mm-hmm. that led into August um, and into the end of August. And then, you know, that season was pushed back a month. So we didn't start training camp until September 14th, where it had originally been August 14th. Okay. All right. So they gave us from seven, September 14th, they gave us two weeks for training camp. We did that, opened up uh, October 2nd. Um, and yeah, just the feel and the vibe of it all. It's, it's not as much of a controlled environment as you'd want it to be. 
you know, okay. there's a lot of moving parts. You know, we've had a couple cancellations with teams to where we had to get fill-ins. Really? Fortunately, it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, it worked out. We just, we were able to get some other teams in our group um, that, you know, thankfully had a, had a cancellation of their own. So we were able to just match up with that team. Uh, so we had two or three of those. How many games uh, total did you guys play? It's going to be nine. It'll okay. be nine. Yeah, so we actually we have a game tonight against our rival. So yeah, so that it'll be a nice environment. I'm right. I live right by the field, the home field. So it's right down. And this the is here. this is the high school you went to. Yeah, yeah, the okay. high school I went to. My my uh, my buddy's the head coach, um, and yeah, he just he had a position that was opening. Uh, you know, I had I know this was back in January, so I know I had some free time to give back and help out. You know, and I thought it was a great idea. And, you know, it's it's been solid. Like I said, there's been some rough patches just because with the COVID thing, it's affected it mightily. And I've wanted to get a little, more, a little bit more hands-on with the kids, but it's just so tough with the time constraints that you have. It's just a limited amount of time you get with the kids, you know. For sure. You know, I'm used to, I'm used to especially going back when I was coaching with you guys and after playing, like, all that film time you have and, all that, all that meaningful one-on-one time you have with each kid, and it's just like you don't get that, especially at high school, obviously, but even more so now with COVID. Like, it makes it crazy, you know. So it's very limited teaching. It's just kind of rolling the ball out there and saying, hey, go play football and hope for the best, which sucks. That's not how this game works, as you know. Not you know, at this all. Is a very detailed, this is a very detailed football game, and all the little details and nuances and all those kind of things, those matter at the end of the day. That separates the winning teams from the losing teams. So. Yeah, no, it's it's been a it's it's been interesting. Again, it's an experience, yeah. right? That I'll look back years down the road and say, "Holy shit, man! I coached during the whole COVID crisis that we had going on." Right? How how are so, what's your guys' record? How are you guys doing? Um, we are we're actually three and four right now. We we had a couple slip away, unfortunately, in the last quarter. We could have very well been, um, you know, four and three, even five or. Three and four, I said, yeah, four and three, or even five and two. Okay. Um, but we got a very uh, junior-laden type of cl- uh, ball club where we got a lot of guys coming back, a lot of guys playing um, significant roles that are mostly juniors. So nice, nice little. Um, yeah, it's it's a good way to just look at the future for the kids as well. Kids that are coming back next year. Um, we have a very small senior class. Um, you know, but the seniors that are there, they play a very significant role. So, you know, I'm hoping we can just send these kids off the right way. That's the end of the day, how I look at it. You know, we were, we weren't guaranteed. It was a week to week basis kind of thing. We don't, we yeah. didn't know if we were going to get shut down. Um, we had a couple, um, couple scares definitely with a couple of kids that had been in the, in the presence of somebody that may have had COVID. So they had the quarantine. So we've had to lose a couple guys, right? You know, over the last couple of weeks, they've limited the amount of kids that can travel on buses. Dude, we had – it looked like a youth football game. We had, like, 23 guys with us last week. It's crazy, you know? 11 guys out in the field. There's 12, 13 guys on the sideline. It's like, holy <laughs> crap, right? So, yeah. No, get hurt. The stands, <laughs> the stands aren't as filled, right? Which I'm actually happy about tonight. This will be the first game that we'll have students. Mm. Uh, a small number of students they're allowing like 100 students to come tonight which will be oh, cool. dope especially yeah, against so. the rivals that'll be great yeah yeah they're 
Yeah, crosstown rival. Um, so it'll be it'll be fun. You know, how, how do you it, feel like uh, you know? I, I've been you know coaching some youth ball out here in Europe, yeah. and it, it. I I view our generation of youth ball yeah. to be a little bit more uh, tough, or you know, like I, I just remember like growing up, my dad being the coach, and some other dads like. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck. Like, I mean, they they care uh, deeply about us, but like, for sure. yeah, they let us they let it rip, you know. And oh yeah, so how, how do you feel like change of generation being kind of the a little bit older guy? Like, how do you see high school ball right now? Because I, I only see it from the Euro. You know, I don't get yeah. to see it in America in the states. Yeah, uh, I think it just comes down to honestly. Um, kids nowadays are more distracted okay that's really what it is yeah distraction side of it they're being pulled in so many different directions um they feel like certain things um are probably more important to them that really aren't at the end of the day when they look back in probably 10 years from now now what they're getting involved in or what what interests them the most where you and i both know the lessons that you learn from football and sports in general are miles and miles above anything else that you can really want that you really want to do growing up in terms of just teaching lessons and learning lessons and things that transition or or basically they do transition into your life your adult life that that show you okay how to deal with adversity time management how to deal with authority right all those things just being tough and just being able to battle back and being resilient all those things that go into it you know, you don't learn those type of things sitting at home playing video games, scrolling through your social media, uh, creating a TikTok, whatever the, you know, whatever the hell these kids do now. It's like, it's tough, honestly, to get used to. Um, just because we're not, I mean, we're not that far removed from no. that. I mean, it's, it is 11 years or 12 years or whatever, but um, it's not that far, far removed. And it's how much has changed in just a short window. It's it's crazy to think what the next 10 years are going to look like. And it kind of worries me. It kind of worries me because just, I know how the youth programs were growing up, football, especially. Um, We had some pretty, pretty good times in here. A lot of people that were just very, very invested, very much so invested in the youth programs and the football programs, especially. And, um, and yeah, you can just tell there it's, there's just a bit of distractions that are going on that you can, you can see who's really invested and who's really into it. And just some people that are just, oh, I'm going to play football because my parents told me to. Right. Right. And that's, and if you know how I, you know how I am, you know, I'm very passionate about this game as you are as well. And if I feel like I'm just spewing words when I'm, when I'm coaching that, that pisses me off more than anything, you know, because for sure. You know, and I get it being a teacher, right? You want your undivided attention. You got kids, guys like me, sleeping or <laughs> dicking around in class. So I get it now. I get the struggle, right? But when it's like football, when it's something that. But school was it, mandatory. You know, right. like football is technically you want you to be. You choose this. Yeah, exactly. You're choosing to do this. So yeah. why wouldn't you go out there and give it everything you got, learn some stuff, 
that allow you to kind of take this with you for the rest of your life. You're playing a game with your, with your buddies, with your friends, right? Like exactly. you're never, I wish every day I can go back and do that. There's so many times in that practice, I want to throw a helmet on and run through somebody, you know, like. I'm surprised wish, you have it. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish for it a lot. And it's just, you know, you can't do it. Right. So it's, it's just lessons like that, that these kids just, it's a shame because they're going to look back and say, wow, I was a dummy, you know? Yeah. I didn't go about that the right way. You know, I, I, I could have taken advantage of that opportunity a little bit more so than I did. You know, who knows? I could have played college football possibly. Totally. You know, who knows? Yeah. And a lot of guys don't hit that kind of, um, that ascension to where they can see their body really develop and understand I may have a shot to play college football. They don't ever get there because they don't really put the effort forth or they may not have somebody backing them and supporting them to allow them to self, to believe that they can actually go and do this. Right. I, I think that's a lot of things too, is like, I'm really into just, just pushing belief into, into a program and from the jump, understanding like, if you can't believe in yourselves and your teammates, you're already behind the eight ball. You're already behind, you know, sure. you have no shot going forward. So if, if you're already hesitant in, in what your what the goals may be or what this season might look like, it's going to be a rough stretch, you know, and that's, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it definitely is. It's certainly different from when we played. No doubt about it. No doubt. Right? No yeah. doubt about it. It's, um, but I think that's just what kind of rules and the standard you set from the top. Right. I think that's, that's everywhere though. At the end of the day, if you set a standard and you basically walk them through early on, what, what are the rules? What are we about? What are we going to go forward as, as a, as a team, as a program? And they buy in, obviously you want them to buy in. You have to earn that trust. Trust is a big thing nowadays too. That I should have spoke of too is trust is big with these kids. Um, and if you can get them to trust you, I think you can get them and mold them into any sort of, uh, sort of fashion you, you really want to at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting though. And I, like I said, I, I hope we really do end off on a, on a high note with these kids because, uh, it's been a rough stretch and I, I definitely wouldn't want to be playing football under these circumstances. Cause it's just the energy and the vibe. It's just not, it's just not a high school football atmosphere that you'd want to play under, you know? Yeah. You're, no, I going out there with a, with a few people in the stands and it's just, it's like a bastardized game. It's, it's, it's a, it's a practice at the end. It's a game scrimmage that you'd play, you know, before the season, you know? Yeah. So, no, I, I just, I feel bad for, cause like in Washington, they haven't, they haven't played at all. Like, you know, I think the yeah. plan is to play in the spring and it's just yeah. like, it's scary for, I mean, bro, my senior year. Well, I look I, at it as I look at it as all these years losing a year of development. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like in all in all realms of life, really, but with football especially, like their body developing. So these kids aren't working out or lifting or running. You know, during this off season, it was very limited. Right, they don't have access to weights. A lot of them don't have access to weights and being yep. able to do what they do. Um, and then the coaching aspect of it, being able really be um, in depth with film and, and, and different teachings and different scheme of what you want to do with the kids. That's limited. Um, recruiting side of it, limited. 
right? Like that sucks, man. Especially kids that are sophomores and juniors, where this is the these are the biggest years for them to really start getting looked at. That's being hindered right now, right? That's being affected. Um, so like all those things, kids losing out on, like think of kids this spring, this past spring that lost out on that season. Like that's crazy. Yeah. That, like that would have, that would have irked me to the core. Like I would have never wanted to go out that way. Never, ever want to go out that way. No, I mean, that, I, it makes me think like, bro, I didn't start till my senior year of high school. Cause I, yeah. I should have started my junior year, gotten a little trouble that affected that yeah. one. But like, I'm just thinking if I'm that senior in Washington right now and it's shut down and maybe we'll play in the spring. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I was just, we were just uh, told yesterday about the winter sports there. My, one of my buddies on staff, that's a coach wrestling coach. They're not starting until March 1st. Wow. I think basketball's starting up in January, okay. I believe. So like everything's getting pushed, man. Like it's just a crazy world we're living in. It is. It yeah, really is. That's that's you like gotta the, embrace it though. You gotta embrace it. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I and and I'm trying to like we said, find the positive. I've 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 had some positives already happen in 2020, and I was saying, you know, like everyone run everyone right now likes to use 2020 as like an excuse for like not leveling up or like not doing something. Yeah. And it's like, like if, if, if 2020 really, really sucks, like, yeah, it's, it's partially due to circumstances, but that's also on you, you know, like that's on you, you know, like, yeah, no, like did you pick up any new hobbies. Um, I've been reading a little bit more. I have, uh, you know, like now I guess podcasting was already a hobby, but I got incredibly consistent with this. And like right. now that, now that I got the Zoom thing down, like I've got, man, I've got one scheduled. Mm, I got like four or five scheduled in the next week or two, and so I'm yeah. gonna just kind of try and like also because to be honest, like I don't get to fucking talk to anybody out here, and so yeah. I was like, man, let me let me line up a conversation with somebody once a day. I can at least talk to somebody for an hour, you know. And if I do talk yeah. to somebody out here. I got to be a little more simple with my English, a little slower. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, yeah. you know, those, those two main, th I've just gotten a little bit better with my cooking, you know, cooking was already solid, but just kind of getting okay. into okay. that, okay. you know, um, okay. just, uh, trying to get better, just trying to be a little bit more of a, an adult, I guess, you know, yeah. like I'm not trying to grow up, but just be a little yeah. bit a little bit more consistent sleep schedule, you know, yeah. a little bit, just better habits as a whole, you know, um, which includes the reading, which includes the doing, you know, includes all that stuff. And so, um, yeah, I guess not really any new, new hobbies, but just kind of, just kind of ramping up on the stuff that I've been saying I want to do, but I maybe, oh, I don't have time to do it. And I always put it in the back burner. Yeah motherfucker you, yeah. i got all the time in the world now <laughs> you do you certainly do i can sleep That's eight awesome. hours i got the rest of the 16 for real <laughs> and i shit else to do yeah and so I, I was last month or so i hadn't been super good with like being active or anything just because there's nowhere to do it and 
I yeah. found a, a pull-up bar, a dip bar out in the woods the other day. I was kind of just walking around. So I've been hitting that, just kind of getting back to did a little yoga before we talked this morning. And so yeah. now I'm just getting uh, back into the active activity yeah. stuff. So yeah. nothing too crazy. You pick anything new up? Uh, yeah. You know what? I started up, started playing golf in May. Hmm. Always was like, I don't have the patience for it. You know, I'm way too competitive to where I'm going to lose my mind out there. You know, because yeah. for a while, I'd give it a try. I would suck. I'd be like, again, I'm pretty good. I can at least hold my ground in majority of sports. You know, I can contribute. <laughs> yeah. But that, it was like, shit, man. Like, it's, it's a technical game, man. Very, sure. very technical, right? So I tried it out in May. And I really started getting into it, man. I took it as a challenge of myself. I took some pointers from friends that had been playing for a little bit. And then I took it on myself to really just take everything they've given me and push it forward to the effort that I want to put in, in terms of the technical side of it, you know, the swing, um, all the different nuances that go into actually hitting the ball the right way. And I like just took that as a challenge of myself and, I was going multiple times a week. Oh, shit. What the fuck? What happened? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Where the fuck did it go? I can still see in. I can see and hear you still. Oh, really? Hold uh -huh. on. Oh, there you go. Some, some, uh, what the hell was that thing? Something just popped up. Well, porno pop up, what or what? <laughs> No, I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, it was like one of the antivirus things uh, to purchase. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, golf, uh, it's kind of a new little little love for me now, which is that's pretty cool. cool. I, I've stopped, honestly, once like the season started with football, it was okay. tough to get out there. Um, so, last time I think I played was in September, but throughout the whole pandemic from shit like i said i started up in may till about september i was going pretty strong and i've made ridiculously drastic strides over those Sick. months which is cool to see yeah like i was playing i was able to at least hang around with some guys that have played for years i it wasn't the best right but it's i had moments and flashes of Oh, this dude can play a little bit. Yeah, you might win. Cool. You could you can win one hole every now yeah. and then. Oh yeah, dude. Like when I when I played on my first eighteen, and I uh, I parred back to back holes. I was like, I was I feel like fucking Tiger Woods out there fist pumping, dude. I had the uh, the little links drinks they have on the course of the little the uh, that they have going around on different holes. They'll give you you know different drinks on the course. Okay. Alcoholic beverages. Okay. And. Uh, Started throwing those back. I was feeling myself. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought over those, those course of those months, I didn't, I didn't think I'd see those, those improvements that I made, but they were coming pretty fast. Dude, and and it's, I think I just, it's just the, the challenge I think I put in my brain. I knew there was nothing else to do really that we could do. And it's a new hobby. So I might as well take it full steam ahead and see what can come of it so now it's something that i could take with me going now to go into this next season and 
it's a great way to meet up with friends and shoot the shit and have just sure. a competitive atmosphere ahead. And, um, so that was definitely cool. And then also I want to, I want to get it a little bit more into like, um, hitting pads and stuff, boxing a little bit. Okay. Um, I started doing it a little bit. I've been actually, I do like 10, 15 minutes of just shadow boxing just to get some cardio going Okay. a couple times a week. Uh, I've hit pads with one of our, one of our trainers who, uh, he's an MMA fighter. He's, he's actually, he's had a fight this past year, but he's going to take a little time off to really, um, hone in on his skill set and, and, uh, really work, work his ass off to, to put a product out there in the, in the, in the ring in a year or so to where he's going to try to try to go big time eventually. But, oh, dope. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's something I'd like to get into a little bit is the yeah. boxing or some kind of, yeah. not like I'm trying to go fight on the street or anything, no, but I also, no, no. It's, I also it's, think uh, like, you know, it is, it is great to have a self just being, having an understanding for self-defense in general, exactly. right? It's always good to have that, that art. Um, oh, cause bro, I've never really gotten in a fight. Like I've been, yeah. never, I've never like squared up one-on-one -on -one with somebody. I've been in like brawls in football. I've been in like weird sure. little like, house party kind of brawl, you know, like not really throw, just always trying to like manage, but then sometimes yeah. some shoving, you know, but I, I mean, as a, as a man, as a pride thing, you'd want to know how to throw a punch, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to know if, you know, if I need to stick up for myself, I can. And if I can't. Right then okay let me not fucking <laughs> if I ask it, you know like if I can't yeah. do this I need I want to know my limits so like if yeah. so and so needs some help like it's either going to be me helping them or yeah. I'm going to call somebody else to help them I, I need to know what you know yeah what it's side a, it's, I'm on and it's a great release honestly it's a great just overall release um of just all shit you have built up or just a, a great way of, of doing uh, a variation of just doing cardio, you know, yeah. instead of running up a hill or riding a bike or something like that, it's doing sprints. This is a great way to get the full body working, you know? Yeah. And, and Core. like you said, with, with the golf thing that I've, I've noticed, um, like with my editing, with my podcast, with my, like the more like video stuff I've been doing is like, bro, the, the feeling of improvement is yeah, so satisfaction right so rewarding you know and yeah. like being able to look back on old videos or old podcast you know old whatever and being like okay it wasn't bad but like now i'm so much better or faster at this or whatever and like that's the that's the cool thing that i've realized like having something that you can get better in yeah. is like mentally so rewarding you know like with football at this point like obviously I can get a little bit better with some throws or footwork but like I'm probably at my close to my peak you know like yeah. at this yeah. point in my career yeah. although I feel like I'm right. probably I'm almost at my prime right now but yeah. I wish I was bro I'm if I could have been this fast in college bro I gave Ronnie football run for his money. Oh, you know? <laughs> little cat, huh? little kitty cat, are you are now? There you go. Yeah, well, maybe maybe just everyone else is slower, and that makes me feel bad. <laughs> I don't know, but no. Um, Who knows? It, but no, I just like the feeling of improvement. You're like, yeah, I, those 
those small little achievements, right? Even if they're the littlest things, like going back to golf, I was slight. I, I had a tendency to constantly slice, right? Okay. Slice the ball away, slice the ball away. And it's, it's a struggle after a while. It's irritating, right? It's yeah. very defeating and it's, it messes with you. But for whatever reason, I never, because I took it as like, I know I'm not good anyway. Like I'm starting yeah. from the ground up. I can take this headache of, of having to deal with overcoming getting that ball to hit it straight, right? I was okay. I was accepting of it because, like, I know I suck already. <laughs> it's not to where, I'm, like, I'm going out and playing basketball. I know I could play years ago, and then I'm going out there, and I'm just sucking bad, and I'm just like, oh, I can't even do this anymore, you know? I can't even – there's no way I can compete. I can't shoot anymore. I'm, this is like I'm starting from the ground up. Right. You know, this is like almost like I'm six years old with a golf club in my hand trying trying to play. So – I had never got down on myself and dude, like, like I said, there's just little achievements that you get um, from going from slicing it just to keeping the ball straight. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Like, this is the greatest thing ever to actually hitting it on the green to make it a putt. that I never thought I'd make like all those little things stack up and you're just like, it was worth the process was worth, has been worth it, you know, and just enjoying it the whole way. For sure. No, that is a, it's a good reminder. And I think it, that like, like helps, helps you like stay young in a way. And then also like, yeah. I've noticed oh, yeah. too, I'm sure you is like, you know, hanging around high schoolers or, you know, the younger age, even though it's like pretty frustrating, you know, it can be frustrating yeah. at times. Like, oh, yeah. I love that shit because like it, I mean, everyone's energy rubs off on everyone whether we want to or not and like just yeah. getting some of that youthful stupidity yeah. at times is like okay like let's like i feel better and i feel a little bit younger yeah. at times which is nice yeah yeah it allows you to not grow old so fast you know exactly like you said it keeps you youthful keeps the mind youthful um and i think that's one of the things that as we age a lot of people in society they just they allow themselves to grow old in a sense for sure they allow it you know for sure. however however way they may go about it but they allow themselves they stay away from the things that kept us youthful um that was the fun aspect of things growing up like i don't know why people get away from things they did as a youth yeah like what because because you're not supposed to now because you're older and you're gonna look corny and dumb like yeah. no why would you do that do things that you love right yeah. Things that always made you happy and brought joy to your life. Why wouldn't you continue on doing that? I'm going to continue to try to run a, a route on the field as long as I can. My head coach thinks I'm a jerk off sometimes when I'm out there just like giving a quick like stick into a cut on the top of my route. But I don't care. I want to feel like I can still do it. For sure. You know? Yeah. Like, why should I feel like an idiot if I know I can still go out there and route somebody up? <laughs> I'm going to do it if I can. You know? Hell yeah. No. So, it, it, in, in, I don't know. It's like, there's like a, there's like this weird pride or like, I don't know. Like I've, I've put my time, like there's like a, yeah. maybe it's pride. I don't punch, know what I'm going to punch out. I'm going to punch out now. I've put my, yeah. Like I'm, I'm past that. And it's like, yeah. well, why, why, you know, like for why? what, for what reason, you know, I, I, yeah. that's the thing out is I, cause once you stop, man, it's tough to get back started. Yeah. And very much I, so. Every, I mean, yeah. 
real tough. And so I just, people get caught up in it. I don't, I don't know. It I is what it is. Up, I think they get caught up in what's happened over the course of their lives and what they've seen. Yeah. Right? What they've seen in front of them. And what you're supposed to do. Them. And it's been, it's yeah. been, you know, everyone likes to say, oh, you know, oh, do you feel old now at 30? Or, oh, yeah, just just wait, your body's going downhill. Or I'm like, no, actually, my body feels better now than I probably did at 20 because I've yeah. I've adjusted the workouts and what I should do. And yeah. I know what my body needs. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm not just doing the, the same old shit. And so. No, yeah. think about it when you're in college, especially playing a sport, like you're being forced into a workout program that, you know, you have to do, you have to stress it and put your muscles and joints at a compromising position to where they'll be like, whoa, what the fuck's going on, right? To where you get older, it's kind of more so about maintenance and just keeping that balance of your body, um, mobility, flexibility, all that stuff that, that at the end of the day makes, makes you and allows for your body to last a lot longer than pounding it away on your joints. For sure. Weight, right? For sure. So, no, I, I, I think I was. Balanced. I'm still, you know, I still do heavy lifting, not to the extent that I was before, but, you know, to put muscle mass on, you're going to have to move some weight regardless. You totally. Know, you yeah. be doing bands all day. And, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to, it's not going to gain muscle, right? No. <laughs> so, no. uh, a healthy mix of both is definitely sure. what I'd advise, always advise. So. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I was, my body type, I, w- I think I, missed my true calling as a cross country runner with my body type. And so, um, you know, but just adjusting the things here and there that, I mean, like you said, I'm still lifting weight. I'm never trying to like max. I mean, very rarely just because like, what is it going to solve for me as a QB at this point in my career? Um, Mm -hmm. but like, no, I'm, I'm feeling good, but I think people just like to get into, that idea of like and it's kind of like a societal pressure or whatever of like at a certain age this is what you're supposed to be doing or not be doing or whatever and it's like man fuck it whatever do what you want to do you know do what makes you happy at the end of the day yeah bro well shit bro i've i've I'm glad we did this. You, my, my, my zoom guinea. I know you got to, we're like 20 minutes over what you said you could do right now. No, that's okay. Yeah. It's totally cool. Yeah. No, dude, if you, like I said, I can legitimately do this as a weekly thing. Cause I think it's healthy to wake up, get your mind working. Right. Totally. Um, seeing different viewpoints of different people and, um, talking about healthy topics. I think that's just good in general, you know, and it's, uh, something that like I said I if this is something you want to continuously do and add some more people to it like we had talked about before for sure I'm all I'm all in right Alrighty. don't ever hesitate don't ever hesitate to, to reach out man and uh I hope you stay well out there huh yeah you know I will likewise yeah we'll have to get uh we'll have to do because we didn't I thought we were going to talk about some UNH stories and stuff like you know today we could but certainly get into that we, we could we, certainly we, get we into kept that. it we kept it current which is good but uh you know, you know who would be a good you know who would be a good um guest to have on here is uh Falico, Matt. Oh yeah. Because uh, he works, you know, he works right in the meat of all all this nonsense in the city. He works in the Department of Health, essentially, and he's been front lines this whole time. So 
Ooh. He'll he'll be able to give a little more insight on a lot of stuff going on. Um, obviously, we can chop it up U and H style for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, like there's there's certainly people that we can get on here and and can give you some pretty damn good content. So again, I if you wanted to do this weekly, I would absolutely be in. All righty, cool, absolutely. bro. Cool, bro. Yeah, let's. Ton I mean, of things, ton of things to talk about. So. Yeah, we. I mean, we can go forever. that's now that I've got the Zoom thing kind of dialed, and hopefully, hopefully this all saves right, and I've got everything solid, yeah. then uh, we can start. If, if, if not, man, if not, we can always do it again, right? For sure, for sure. No, we, I mean, I, I think, I think it's all good. I think we'll be good, and so. Um, no, don't we, make me look too bad on it. Good, take the good pieces of it. Make me look a little bit of uh, like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got you, bro. No, this is a good one. This is a good one. Just a good yeah. little conversation. Nice to talk. Yeah, I mean, that's what like the podcast. I've always been, you know, it, whenever I do chop it up with a homie that I haven't talked to in a while, it's always yeah. like we 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 touch on some shit, and I'm like, damn, I wish someone else could hear this conversation that we're having, and. Yeah. So it's like, that's what now with the Zoom calls, it's like, fuck it. Make it a podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. People got time I, to listen now. Dude, how many times? I mean, I feel like we've been talking about this for years, though. I've always said to you, let's do a podcast. I know. I know. Right? Yeah. I would love to do it. I love to talk about everything and just chop it up, man. And Because we all, we all got a lot of built-up shit inside of us that we'd want to express. But I think, especially both of us, like we had harped on before, the way we express express things are pretty fair and straightforward. We're never going to be too extreme on either end, um, and we'll keep it real with people. I mean, that's that's what it is at the end of the day, you know. Hell keep yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, Alrighty, man. Well, until until next time, and we'll we'll try and make it sooner rather than later. Absolutely. All right, brother. My guy. Stay Nick well. Music. All right. Alrighty, you too. All Take right. care. Much love, brother. Yes, sir. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs>